Praise the Lord and welcome, welcome to New Life. We're so glad you can join us. Happy Father's Day to all the dads who are joining us this morning on Facebook Live and YouTube. And so we just um, praise the Lord for that. Um, we might be moving a lot of our sermon, and I'm going to be checking this out during camp meeting with some of the other pastors that I'm going to be meeting with. We might be moving part of our, um, be starting to put our um, sermons onto YouTube, where free speech is a lot, not YouTube, I'm sorry, um, Twitter, where free speech is allowed. And um, we might be putting things over on Rumble, where free speech is guaranteed. And so um, some of the people that I respect have been um, deplatformed on YouTube. So um, we're just sharing truth. And to be censored for truth is not right. So um, we need to speak the truth of God's word. And I don't want us to, and you, and so what we would do, we would let you know how, what we're doing. So don't worry, you will um, still be able to get our content on YouTube and Facebook, but we want to be able to be someplace where we don't have to always, cent I don't have to censor myself on how I say things. You do know what I'm talking about because you're intelligent Christians who are watching. And so, really, I mean, there's ways of saying things, and there's ways of saying things, right? And so we, um, we, we know what we're talking about. And so this is my fact checker right here, and um, I check all our facts according to this book right here because this is God's Word, and God's Word is completely true. And so... Um, we stand by God's word. Genesis, all the first page of Genesis, all the way to the last page of Revelation. And, um, and so, but I encourage you to read your Bibles for yourself. Today, being Father's Day, I want to talk about the importance of fathers. Now, now, did you, you like that there? Isn't that a Father's Day slide up there? Isn't that nice looking? I mean, we got all the Father's Day stuff up there. We got the tie clip. How many, how many dads got tie clips over the years, right? Uh, you got the tie. How many ties do you have sitting in your closets, Dad? Because that's what your kids normally got you, right? And, and, and what else is There's cufflinks up there, and there's something else. I'm not sure what that is because I went ahead and made the picture in a round frame instead of a square frame. But I thought it was kind of a fun thing. On, on um, the computer, um, on Facebook and YouTube, it's even more vibrant. You'll see that if you check out it later. The colors are more vibrant and uh, a lot of fun. But you can see we're going to be in several um, different books. We're going to start in John, then goes to Proverbs, and then over to Psalms, and then end up over there in that Italian guy, Malachi. Now, he, that's, a, that's, a, <laughs> that, that's a Jewish name, Malachi. We were, I was joking with my son that I was calling it Malucci. Malucci, where's that? I said, no, it's Malachi. And so, um, because on his Father's Day card he gave me today, had a verse out of Malachi. Not the one we're using, but a different one. And I said, oh, you got, 
And so um, we kind of have fun. He's looked at me and said, oh, that's one of those bad dad jokes. <laughs> and so um, I, I've been told that children need bad dad jokes. Children to grow up healthy need bad dad jokes. And they need a dad in their life, just like they need a mommy in their life. And they need a dad more like Andy Griffith than what we have today, than Joe Biden. <sighs> well, it's just true. Um, Uncle Joe is very confused on some things. And, um, but Andy Griffith wasn't. And like Andy Griffith says, you can't let a child just make up their own minds on things. You need to help them with it because a child will always go for all the shiny things and they'll eat the wrong type of foods. And um, because, all right, you're gonna offer your kid the choice of candy or broccoli. Which one do you think your child's gonna pick? Which one's healthy for them? Unfortunately, the broccoli, and even we adults. And whoever came up with the idea that we need to eat kale. But ladies, for us men's sake, if you're going to feed us kale, please take the stems out of them and discard those. You don't need to eat the stems, just the leafy part. The stem is where all that bitterness comes from. And we don't need any more bitterness in our life. Amen? So, Lord, we just thank you and praise you for, again for all the dads here. And we thank you, Lord, for this message. I thank you that it's not just to speak to the dads today, but even the moms and all the single ones in the church, Lord, because there's always something from your word for us because the preaching of God's word never returns void. And I thank you, Lord, for building us up but Lord, I thank you that our men can feel built up today because the world's been tearing them down. So we just praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. The reason why we have so much crime in the city is because of absentee is and even now in the rural communities is because the absentee of fathers. And, and since President Johnson's time, when he decided to go ahead and commit his social um, reforms that he did. Now, there's some things that were good, like um, the Civil Rights Act, good. But there were some things that were written into law that were bad. And encouraging fathers not being in the home because you could get a bigger check without dad being there. Even when Bill Clinton did his famous welfare reform, it still rewarded single mothers over having mom and dad in home. And I, when he was going to do that welfare reform with the Republicans, I was hoping they were going to fix it so dad was encouraged to stay in the home. Because right now you still can make more money in welfare if dad's not there. And, and, and you're told that. Well, if he wasn't there, you would be making X amount more dollars. Well, but children need both parents, and dads are important. It's so important, God wrote these verses in the Bible about fathers. Let's look at the first one. Um, the first one says, our children are watching us. 
our children are watching us. Jesus says right here, I speak what I have seen with my Father. Hey, look at that. I speak what I've seen with my Father. And you do what you have seen with what? Your Father. Hmm. Again and again, Christ reiterates the fact that he did only the Father's will here on earth. He spoke the words his father would want him to speak. He went where his father wanted him to go. And he did what his father wanted him to do. And just like Jesus and the Heavenly Father, we as fathers have a great influence on our children. This is why fathers need to be in the home and part of their children's lives. The breakdown of the family has done great harm in this nation. How are boys supposed to learn to be men if they have no men in their lives? We are doing our boys a disservice. How are girls supposed to learn how to be women? I know that, I'm sorry if I offended you by using the word girl. But how are they supposed to learn to be women if there's no women in their lives? And what do we do to boys? We put them in elementary schools where it's predominantly women teachers who teach them. Now, I used to be able to get a job in uh, um, the elementary school um, without really having a big problem. Why? Because I was that token male that wanted to be there. It was just partly the truth. I could work in the public school. Um, from kindergarten to fifth grade because there wasn't a lot of us males. There was few of us, and the more of us made for a happier place. And the women teachers liked having us around too. But we need to be, we men need to be there for our kids. They need to see how hard you work. Don't ever let anybody guilt you because you had to work hard and long hours to make a good home and have money there for the kids. They need to see that work ethic. And a lot of mamas do that too. And don't let people try to guilt you either, moms, because you know what? It's hard in this economy right now to get all the bills paid. You now need, it was, you were doing okay as a middle class person if you were making $50,000 a year. Now you need $80,000 a year because of how the economy is. And so it's just a fact of reality of the days that we live in. But notice what Proverbs 17.6 says about children and fathers. And all your grand, grandparents here are going to like this verse too. It says, children's children, those are grandchildren, you know, you knew that, are the crown of old men. Better than any gold crown you could ever get. Better than all the stupid diamonds and pearls on that crown they put on Charles's head a month ago. Grandchildren are your crown. They're what makes you happy. Okay? Um, 
And the glory, listen to this, most people just stop there and say, oh, this is a good verse for grandparents' day, let's stay there, and we don't need to go. No, 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 look at the next part of the verse. And the glory of children is what? Their father. Why do you think that the devil wants dad out of the home? That verse. That verse. See, we can't, I'm not going to blame President Johnson for the mess we're in. I wouldn't do that. That would be unfair of me. That'd be like, say, uh, blaming those in the past for past problems. It wouldn't be fair to me. What it is, is unwittingly, they fell into the trap that the devil laid. Meant for good, but the devil just got into the details. Did you ever hear that saying before? Maybe you don't hear that anymore in school. But the devil is always in the details, not without front. So when you go get your big man, when you go get your hamburger from McDonald's, and it's so good, right? You like your hamburger from McDonald's, but you don't want me to tell you what's in that hamburger. See, I grew up in Chicago. They actually, on the news, told us what's in that hamburger from McDonald's. That added secret meat that they put into the hamburger from McDonald's. Okay? Because, that, again, the, and you don't want to know how hot dogs, non-kosher hot dogs are made. You don't want to know what they do, how they sweep the floor, throw it all into the thing, grind it up, and put it through. Right? You don't want to know it all. That's why I always try to get kosher hot dogs. Unless I'm at the lake and we're just going to eat hot dogs because, and I'm not going to worry about it, I'm going to bless it, and, and not worry about what's on, and then we'll just, we, we just do it over the fire. We, we cook them well enough that anything that could be possibly had to be burnt out of that anyway. Uh, but I like kosher hot dogs because they taste better, you know. But, and I like brats. I like brats. You know, I like Polish sausage and Italian sausage and, and those kind of things. But, but, but it says here, what does it say there again? What does it say? Hmm. And the glory of children is their father. Hmm. Dads, you're important in your children's life. Did you see that, kids? Eve, Bodie? Are you paying attention to that? That your dad is given to you by God the Father to be the glory in your life because they watch out for you? Our kids think they know so much. My word, they think they know so much. And we dads go, nope, not going to let you do that. Oh, you ruined all my fun. (laughs) Jeremy and I hear it all the time. But we are there to safeguard their lives so nothing bad happens to them. Sometimes your kids, you're still way too young to make all life's decisions. We're going to make sure that you are safe. And our wives are very appreciated that we can be the bad guys and they don't have to be. 
They appreciate that. Sometimes it's a good thing to be the bad guy in hell. I have to ask the, one of the grandpas in the room. I could have asked that of Alvin as well. And he would have told me yes, too. Sometimes it's a good thing to be the bad guy because the kid don't know the danger. And we want to keep him innocent. Right? I've been enjoying these black dads on uh, um, Facebook lately. How they've been speaking up about protecting kids. Especially their own. And all these dads are in their family's life. You know, they got, they, they got married and they're staying married. And it's not just because of the kids. It's because that's what men do. See, kids, you need your dad. As a result, we see God has great mercy on us. Psalm 103 and verse 13, and I'm quoting this out of the um, English Standard Version. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. Let's break that down. See, Dad, we learn how to relate to our Heavenly Father by how we relate to our earthly fathers. Oh, my word, that puts a huge responsibility on us, doesn't it? Most of the time, most people don't know how to completely relate to God the Father because they didn't have a relationship with their own father. But I found a, I found a verse for one of our members um, who um, has a stepdad, and their own father never wanted them. And it's the coolest verse about how God the Father became their father. And I'm your father now. That, that deadbeat, just stop worrying about him. I'm your dad, and I'll take care of you. I'll tell you what, she, she found that verse some years ago, and oh, she got the biggest smile over her face. She says, I got the best dad in the whole wide world. Nobody has a dad like me. Well, all of us who are saved do, but she says, but I don't, but he, look at what it says about me and him. Oh, this is so cool. This is better than any relationship I could have, even with my stepdad. Because anyway, he's cranky. <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> We have a Heavenly Father who loves us so much, but dads, we have a responsibility because our children are learning how to relate to God the Father himself. And as a result, he has great mercy on us, it says here. So when dads, so dads, when we discipline our children, we need to use compassion and mercy as we do so. That's why they're still walking around. You know why children are born as babies and not as teenagers, don't you? It's for the survival of the species. If babies came out acting like teenagers, there would be no more babies. Right? Uh, I miss those days when the kids were all little. And they used to like to come over and snuggle with you. 
The reason why we need to use compassion as mercy is because our Heavenly Father has done that for us. We're still walking around. He never zapped us with a lightning bolt. By the way, God never zaps us with lightning bolts. That is always done by the, by the demon god, Zeus, or what is uh, Thor, and his supposed demon dad. But you've got to understand, all those gods of mythology are just a bunch of demons. And they've been worshipped from the time of the flood to now. And every one of them, it doesn't matter what they're called, are the same ones that they first worshipped as false gods. They just changed the names. You know, just rebranded. I, I work for a company called Enterprise, I'm sorry, uh, Agency Rent-A-Car, which is now Enterprise Rent-A-Car. I worked for a car company there, and they had five other car rental companies that they owned, but they were rebranded, so if in case you got mad at one of them, you still rent from the other one. <laughs> and later on, Enterprise just completely took over and just changed all their names to Enterprise. It's done all the time. Remember New Coke? Well, that was a failure of rebranding. And now Budweiser's trying to figure out what they're going to rebrand as. Because somebody had the bright idea that they were going to rebrand their image. And look how that worked. <laughs> was that a dumb thing? There are those in the Christian faith who are always trying to rebrand the church, and I'm saying, well, you don't need to re Give me that old-time religion because that's going to reach people more than rebranding into something new. I'm doing okay. Children are to honor their father. Did you hear me? Hello, kids. Children are to honor their... That means you should listen to them. That means you shouldn't argue with them. That means, Eve, when your daddy tells you to do something, you just do it. And if you get in trouble, you don't whine and complain because you look at yourself and say, why did I do that to get myself in trouble? You took it away from me. No, you took it away from yourself because of your behavior. Listen to what Malachi has to say. Malachi 1.6. A son honors his father. And that could, be, that could be also read as a daughter honors her father. And a servant his master. If then I am the father, where is... Now this is God talking. If, if then I am the father, where is my honor... And we dads can say this, too. If I'm your dad, where's my honor? See, moms, you sometimes need to back up dad. You don't talk like to your father like that. I don't know how many times I've told my kids, you don't talk to your mother like that. And they knew I was, I was serious. And they wouldn't talk to their mother like that. And if I'm a master, where's my reverence? says the Lord of hosts. 
to you priests who despise, ooh, that hurts, to the, you priests who despise my name. And remember, Martin Luther points out that every Christian is a priest. Every Christian is a priest. Martin Luther points it out. He shows you in Scripture that we're all in the priesthood. Why? Because we're joint heirs with Christ. Who's our great high priest? Jesus. That's just one example of why. Yet you say, in what have we despised your name? We're not going to go through the rest of the chapter to find out. He ends up with tithes and offerings and all sorts of stuff that they haven't been respecting God for. But I want to focus in on that. A son honors his father. Jesus said, honor your mother and your father. Listen up, kids. Jesus said, honor your mother and your father. For this is the first commandment with promise. What was the promise for honoring your mother and father? A long life. The Bible actually teaches the good have a long life. It's the bad who die young. Honor your mother and your father, Jesus said. Who do you think wrote the Ten Commandments? Who was the burning bush? It was Jesus. Come on. Commandment was given, but now Jesus gives the rest of the story. It's the first commandment with promise. So you better honor mom. You better honor dad. And you better show dad a good time today on Father's Day. Jeremy is just not fair. Alvin and Hal have been putting up with this for years. You and I, shorter time with it. But Father's Day is the 16th most popular holiday on the calendar. It falls behind Halloween. It's not right. Mother's Day happens to be number two after Christmas. My word. By the way, it was, it was Richard Nixon in the early 70s who made Father's Day because he was seeing a problem with fatherless homes way back then. And he declared Father's Day. He also did Title IX and a lot of other good things. You know Title IX that made, created women's sports? That money had to be spent on women to, so that they could compete fairly and not have to use discarded basketballs and all the other stuff. Now they're discarding, they're tearing up Title IX. Where's all the women yelling? Come on, moms, why aren't you yelling? This is what this day is to be about, is honoring our fathers. And we need those good men in our lives. Now, listen, I know some of you fall in this category. If you have an absent father, 
you can turn to the best father ever, right? I'm getting the thumbs up from this person who found that verse. Christ Jesus' Father is there to embrace you and call you his child. Just embrace him. And by the way, we know that when we get saved, he becomes our heavenly father. And we have the right to call him Abba Father. In other words, we have the right to call him Daddy. Very intimate, isn't it? With our heavenly father. Let us pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, this is a wonderful day that you've made. We thank you for the bright sunshine, but we do pray that this week you could send rain for the farmers. They're needing it. We thank you for the rain that did fall around us and out west, but our farmers here in the valley could use it. But Father, we thank you for the sunshine you give, the rain you give, even the snow when it comes. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us and your love. We thank you, Father, that you loved us so much that you gave your only begotten Son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And we thank you, Father, that you demonstrated your love for us while, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lord, thank you that you went to great measures so that we can be your children. We love you, Lord. Happy Father's Day to you. And we thank you, Lord, for be moving in our lives and being real in us. Lord, I pray for all those who have absentee dads, that, Father, you would reach out to them today, embrace them in your arms, and tell them you love them. We just praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, my friends, that brings us to the end of the sermon today. I'm so glad that you could join us at YouTube and, and uh, um, Facebook. We do have a, a Twitter channel, uh, and uh, uh, I'm... Corey says she's going to be looking at that to make sure everything is up and running for that. And uh, because with the, when Elon Musk took it over, he went ahead and cleaned up a lot of stuff that weren't being used. And so um, we're going to get back on Twitter. And uh, so you'll see us on there. We can do full-length sermons on there, and that's a good thing. And uh, so um, we'll just go over there and join Tucker Carlson on Twitter. And so that's one, place, one more place that you can find us. And so, um, praise the Lord, God is so good. Amen? All the time, God is good. Hey, again, we're glad you could join us. I will see you next time. Um, coffee break will be a little different this week because of camp meeting, but I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.